get the part. So this is the panic attack with Big John listening to cats fight on my porch and giving my review, no spoilers, of season five of Cobra Kai. Freaking phenomenal. Phenomenal show. Follow me on Getter, Twitter, at the real underscore Big John. Like, share, subscribe, leave a comment on the podcast broadcast. So while I light my stogie, I will play the trailer to season five, Cobra Kai. This is what we're up against. This is how everyone sees them. As some kind of philanthropist out to save the kids of the valley. Terry Silver. Why you guys named Michael? It's Michaela. Whatever. I washed my hands at Cobra Kai when we lost the tournament. I'm not a sensei anymore. As of today, I am shutting down Miyagi-Do Karate. This can't be your plan. With Johnny gone, it's on me to fix this. One star, because the car smelled like beer. It's because there is beer, asshole. Cobra Kai now has more students than ever before. That means we'll need more senseis. I'm thinking a lot bigger than just the valley. Everything was supposed to be better after the tournament. It's only getting worse. I know how things can start out from nothing and get bigger and bigger until all you feel is hate. Alright, so that was the trailer to season five. Uh, and honestly, they do a good job at teasing you into watching. And then when you watch the show, a lot of what you saw in the trailer isn't how you think it would play out, you know? Uh, we'll get into all that, but... Just because you saw the trailer, it's one of those shows you can't sit there and and try to figure it out as the the show's going on. You you know they they do a good job of twisting the plot, and if you're one of those people that overthinks instead of just letting the story come to you or letting them tell you the story. You're not going to like Cobra Kai. Uh, it's not the simplistic uh, hero overcoming the villain that the original movies were. It's a, a much more complicated and, and really gives you um, a good sense of you know, the human side to each character. Instead of the characters being black and white, there's a lot more depth uh, to each character, each person. And I think it's the best writing, the best storytelling, the best plot twists uh, of any show out there right now. Uh, It's almost Sons of Anarchy or Mayan-esque in the sense that They keep you guessing. Nothing is black and white as it seems. Uh, And in typical inspiration 
and you know it is a show that's geared towards teens uh so there there's always the happy ending and there's always the uh good overcoming evil but it's like dang how are they going to get from point a to point b this time you know because it's like they go from point a to point c back to point a to point q to point z and then you end up at point b you know there's no straight line there it's it's all over the place and that's what i like in a show i mean there's times when you know if it's a comedy i just want straight straightforward uh comedy <laughs> silliness slapstick uh you know uh, what 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 the fuck ever what There's also a hidden My Cousin Vinny <laughs> reference in this. See if you can find it. Some of the little hidden Easter eggs or nuggets within the show are really awesome. So we find out just some little, I don't want to say spoilers, but... Uh, without giving away too much, we, this season we find out Amanda LaRusso, Johnny's wife, the voice of reason throughout the the show, throughout the uh, series, I should say. Uh, she at one time was a badass, and she was from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, so we get some backstory on Johnny's wife and where she came from and how her and Johnny met. Uh, Chosen, uh, he adds a layer of intrigue, uh, some comedy, uh, very Mr. Miyagi-esque character, uh, adds the wisdom to the show, uh, very, very interesting. Johnny Root or Johnny Lawrence, I should say, uh, he's 100% a changed man this season. Uh, not going to tell you why, but he's a changed man. He's uh, a completely different person. Uh, he is. <laughs> he's still got that little Johnny ish to him, but. Uh, it's still, his character dynamic changes. Uh, he finally changes as a person completely. He is also the worst rideshare driver ever. <laughs> he is drinking while driving. He's still got the cassette tape collection. And he's jamming and playing the drums on the steering wheel and headbanging while people in the back of his minivan are flopping around and on their phone trying to make business deals hey can you turn that music down no fuck you <laughs> it's like what <laughs> it's like the worst uber ever or lyft or well, i don't know there's like a third rideshare thing out there too but uh third fourth fifth he's basically worse than uh, a smelly new york city taxi cab driver 
uh, people, everyone gives them a one star rating, which if you ever, if you were really a ride share driver and you got that many one stars, like from every passenger ever, you'd be kicked off the app that day. But, <laughs> uh, so Johnny's a terrible ride share operator. Uh, we get more and more of the backstory of John Kreese and Terry Silver's characters. Uh, we find out what Terry Silver's obsession with karate is, uh, and it goes beyond the valley. The ooh, the valley. That's one thing that throughout the show, throughout the series. Um, it, it's always like, why are these people so loyal to the valley, this region of California that they're so in love with? Like, we don't know, like, I don't know what valley they're talking about. There's the only two valleys in California I know of, and I don't think this valley is either one. I think it's just a, a term they made up, but there's the San Fernando Valley where the earthquakes usually pe uh, emanate from. And then there's Napa Valley. And is there a San Bernardino Valley? Or San Fernando and Napa Valley, that's the only valleys I know in California. And there's probably more, but... I don't know why the hell these people are so obsessed with the valley. We've got to protect the valley. We've got to be the number one car dealership in the valley. I have to be the best karate fighter in the valley. And another thing is, um, again, I you know I'm sure in the mixed martial arts world or in the martial arts world, uh, karate and Taekwondo and Jiu Jitsu and all that are taken super serious, but like I don't know of anybody that takes karate so seriously like these people do. Um, and probably the general consensus the kids in the class, their classes, they're probably mostly there just to learn self defense or you know, exercise or whatever. But it's like, my God, these people, is anyone else on this earth as obsessed with karate as these characters are? Like, wow. That's like one thing that always, throughout this series, but especially this year, I'm thinking, is anybody on earth really this obsessed over karate? Uh, when I was a kid... I guess I grew up in the, the era of the boxing and the, the fight movies uh, where, you know, there was there were three or four karate uh, schools in my area. And I live in a very rural, small community. And within 10 miles, there was always several... Uh, karate or taekwondo or, or kickboxing schools uh, open now 30 years after high school 22 years 
and 40, almost 40 years since the original Karate Kid. Wow. Uh, you know, I don't know any one legitimate karate school in my area. When this movie came out, there were several already in existence in my area. And, um... Several already in existence in my area. Sorry, I just had a bad trip. Uh, one of the karate instructors in my area was a a, a pedophile, and I had, had I was not in his school, but I had some friends who were. Uh, and I got ridiculed by my mom's fiance because I I was afraid to join his karate school. I was in someone else's karate school, but I was like, I don't want to join that. There's too many people. Oh, what if and my mom's boyfriend, oh, you just don't want to join because he's only got one hand. The guy was born without uh, a hand. So he had like a hand and a nub, but he was like a karate badass and also a, a badass pedophile or I should say just an ass pedophile. Anyways, back to this. Uh, we have the dynamic of silver and crease where how they learned karate where they uh, were as friends when they were younger and, and again it's some great acting uh, very good stuff and I don't know if they did uh, like the de-aging like they did with Luke Skywalker where they found a an actor that looked like him and then put Mark Hamill's face in there and de-aged so that the two faces kind of morphed together but very good uh, the way the, the younger versions of Crease and Silver look so much like the versions we saw in the 80s and then of course the older versions of crease and silver and this is of course another area where the trailer doesn't do justice to the character arcs of these two guys and the dynamic between them you've got to watch it to understand it uh best 10 bucks well best 9.99 i've ever spent uh so the tory sam and the miguel robbie dynamic changes this season uh better or worse that's up to you to decide depending on how you like the characters and which characters you felt for the most. You know, throughout the last four seasons, they've blurred the lines. Uh, you know, is Sam really the antagonist of Tori, or is Tori the antagonist to Sam? Who's the, the antagonist and who's the protagonist, if you like the term tagonist? Who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? Who's the heel? Who's the baby face in that relationship? And that all changes this season.
Uh, then, of course, Miguel and Robbie, they, you know, in the trailer, they say, we'll never be friends. We're not friends. We're never going to be friends, you know. Uh, and, and that has an interesting character arc to it. Uh, and how Johnny tries to repair their friendship uh, <laughs> to no avail. <laughs> try, try, try. Uh, and if you don't succeed, try again. Uh, Mike Barnes, he played a prominent role in the trailers and in the... Uh, what's that word? The trailer to the movie or the, sh- the series season there we go uh he comes back well where is he what's he doing in life now what where is his life going you know what assumptions do johnny and chosen make about him and his role with terry silver and what he's gonna bring to the table yeah very interesting he's another person whose life changed because of terry silver when he was younger, and then uh, because, well, he just changed in life as time went on, you know. Uh, is he this bad guy, you know, goon? Is he a businessman? Is he uh, uh, just a middle-class guy getting a- along in life? They kind of, you, you're sitting there thinking, well, where is this character going to go? You know, who is he talking to on the phone? What business deal is he making? Is he talking to Terry Silver and how they're going to screw over uh, Daniel's son? And so, very intriguing, you know, how the characters wind up and how they branch off throughout the movie and then how they all end up coming back together and then, you know, splitting ways again some characters you think oh they're going to work together towards this and then they break off and then they come back very uh edge of your seat with the fight scenes with the you know who who lives and dies uh and yes there's uh, life and death involved in this season so, like I said, best nine ninety nine I ever spent. I'll probably watch it over and over again. Uh, basically, I paid a dollar per episode <laughs> for Cobra Kai season five. Woke up at three a.m. and binge watched it all in one day. But I'll watch it some more and see what little Easter eggs and things I can find in there. So, with that, God bless you. Watch watch Cobra Kai Season 5. If you like the first four seasons, you'll love Season 5. And as usual, they leave you with a cliffhanger. Well, now what's going to happen with so-and-so? Because so much got revealed about uh, one of the characters. And he's a, a, a Karate Kid original. Uh, and then you think... He goes one way, you think he's going to go one way, and he comes back the other way. Comes back as somebody different, and then he turns back into something different. So he has like three 
character changes, character, three changes of character in one season. So uh, let me know what you think in the comments if you if you've watched it already. If you haven't, watch it. It's worth it. It's the best series out there right now, in my opinion. Um, so, again, God bless you guys. See you next podcast. Remember to pray for each other. And love somebody today. Please be the reason someone feels love. God bless you.